Welcome back to the Waggle and Whiff podcast, everybody. Hey, yo! Full house is in order. Full house in order. Coming off a very exciting weekend, both in golf and here in Los Angeles. We finally had some uh, real Los Angeles golf weather. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. It was amazing. We had a good time. Uh, Emily and I got out and played some golf yesterday. We actually won a couples Hello. tournament, first victory together. Ever. First right. victory ever together. A a whole, is, is there a trophy on the mantle already? No, no it's, uh, it's an $80 oh. gift certificate. <laughs> all right. Where are we Braemar, going? The Braemar no. Pro Shop. Oh, nice. I was don't say, don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> hey, buy a box we still of balls. put up the, the W, so... I'm, no, I'm very happy. Thank you to, to the our head pro, Larry Atlas. Shout out to him. I know he listens to the pod. It was uh, it was a fun little event to put together, and, and we had a lot of we had a lot of fun. We had yeah. a good time. We did have a lot of fun, but need I say, yeah. Steve kept telling me, Emily, just focus, focus. Like literally right before I would putt on some of the holes, he'd be like, okay, well, I focus. I can tell when you're not focusing. I got to get no, you focused. As in you would not focus if he didn't make the statement to focus. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's it correct. kind of ticked me that's off correct. a little bit. I was like, "Yeah, I missed that hole on purpose because if you told me to focus." Well, and now it sounds like gonna, sounds I'm like it works because at the end of I the day, we won by one shot. We won by one shot. Well, which was you good. have, and you got a gift card. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll all it. all as well. But it was a fun. I mean, I cannot tell you that this weekend, like Saturday and Sunday, oh, it's been weather. rainy. And I, I know you East Coasters like don't feel bad for us, and but you probably hate us for continuously talking because this is a typical LA thing to do. It has been rainy and raw and wet for like literally two straight months like yes. we just have not had any good weather so it felt like vacation for a week yeah it felt good to sweat scotty you played at wilshire today yeah just came off the golf course about 45 50 minutes an hour ago isn't um, it so nice that the sun sets later oh, it's so good that i literally just walk 36 holes in and it was good um unfortunately oh, that's the smell huh I'm just kidding. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, like grass and sand. And, oh, yeah. But anyways, um, it was good. <laughs> I'm usually the highest handicap in the group, so I'm getting strokes for most people. Unfortunately, today I ran into someone that said they were a 20. <laughs> so had a higher handicap And shot than 41 you. on the front. Oh, my God. So, what a sandbag. Right, son exactly. Really? You got that guy? Yeah. Man, of course, that's, that's he, of a shame. course he did. And there, was it. there money Hate on the line? On, well, yeah, of, of course, course there was money. Was. But he bought all the beer and food. So okay. I couldn't that's complain. A plus. That's yeah, a plus. Yeah, you can't complain yeah. there. That's a plus. That's how you break even. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and today was beautiful, too. So around we get a little bit of rain this week, and then the good weather comes back. That's the way it's supposed to be. But uh, that so was people, not... people, come on out to Los Angeles. <laughs> Let us know, because we'd love to golf with you. I don't uh, know what that's all about, right there. I don't know. It's just because I feel we got bad. enough we people so in Los many... Angeles. We don't need. We don't need more. I can't get down the four hundred five faster than three miles an hour. I You're know. asking for more people in the city. I'm just saying, crazy? our, our waggling with Wait, podcast crazy? friends, come on out. Let yeah, us. Any know. of our friends or family can come out and visit anytime. Yeah. See, there you go. Uh, okay. So, anyways, we're talking about ourselves. That wasn't the biggest highlight of the weekend. The biggest highlight, the Players Championship. Yes. Woo-hoo. Great golf tournament. Uh, always a entertaining finish, I think. There, except for last year, <laughs> when Webb kind of ran away with it. Uh, let's start with Rory first. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the tournament in general, finally Rory closes one out. He, he's been on fire all 2019, basically. Um, getting a lot of cris- uh, catching a lot of criticism lately, I should say. 
uh, from golf media members in, in a lot of final groups uh, where he wasn't finishing, couldn't finish it off. A lot of 54-hole leads, haven't finished. All of a sudden, but playing really good golf, playing four solid rounds of golf, just not able to win. Finally comes through with one here. Um, he's uh, he's played in seven tour events this year, and he has six top ten finishes. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. No, March Madness is finally here. Um, okay, and let's it go. Is, it is certainly championship season in golf. This was an amazing tournament to watch, and we can get into all the reasons why, but let's start with the guy who won away with the new trophy and Roy McIlroy, his 15th career PGA Tour win. I thought just unbelievable how he navigated the golf course down the stretch. The birdie at 15 was unbelievable, and then he gets into 16 where he, he hits a humongous drive, and I think he hit it 347 and had 175 in and hit a little laid off nine iron into the green. Yeah. Um, hits the right shot at 17 for an easy two putt. And then on 18, as Azinger is talking about all the water and all the reasons not to hit driver, Rory ropes it another it 280 right down the middle. And it's just unbelievable how he navigated the golf course. And as you mentioned, put all of the critics at bay who said that he couldn't close and just yeah. close this one out and, you know, took down who I think a lot of people are rooting for in Jim Furyk. Yeah, and that's another whole great story to see Jim Furyk play that well. Yeah, the the driver at the 18th was like a bit of an fu, like it, like I'm doing this. Right. But I kind of, you know, it's the best club in his. It's the best it's, club it's, in his it's bag. It's his strongest club in the bag. So you play the percentages, and I think this day and age, there's a lot of players on tour. Don't get me wrong, that that play the three wood a lot. But the three wood these days, it's a total different feel. They're really meant for. Um, you know, a lot of times they're built for it to be good off of the off of the fairway, and so it's a whole different feel. It's a much smaller face. So a lot of these tour guys, they're just they feel better hitting a driver than they do a three wood or a hybrid. Believe me, I, I know myself, but you know I can hook a hybrid just as easily as I can hook my driver. <laughs> we all can, and I th- they all can, and that, I think that includes the tour pros. So I think if you're comfortable with it in Rory's spot, he that's his most comfortable club yeah, in the bag. Right. If, I would say, and he went for it. And he they- won. So in regard to shot he needed to. in regard to using his driver, I mean, with the players on tour, is that kind of like a side eye if he does use his driver sometimes when others are using like a three wood or whatnot? Like, like what's the who cares if if you're comfortable? In my opinion, and obviously I'm not as great as you guys in 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 a lot of things, but. Um, don't tell yourself, short. Yeah. You're, okay. you're, well, you're, you're a tournament you. winner. Wow, you're a tournament you guys. Winner, wonderful human being. Oh, thanks. Mom to be. Mom oh, to be. Like, One oh, of my besties. I feel so loved tonight. <laughs> yeah, usually they're all ripping on me. But um, what I'm trying to say is that, like, why not just use your driver if you're comfortable with your driver? Like, a, th- a thousand percent. And, and if we're just making this about number 18, Rory described it on Live from the Players with the, the boys after the tournament and said that, you know, a couple of years ago, he may have not hit driver because he worked more of a right to left shot. Right. But he just aimed it down the left, knowing that it would fall four or five feet right. And, yeah. you know, and just literally started it at the water line, knowing that it would fall. And it all comes to down me, to comfortability, basically. I mean, player. it's the best shot in golf. You hear like Jack and Arnie talk about how they could rely on their fades when they needed to. So when you know that you can move it left to right or you know you can rely on that and and you know that you can block out, for the (laughs) the pun intended, the left miss, and he started that so confidently right over the water, 
perfect drive, but we're talking way too much about one shot. Guy played great all week. Right. Putting still was like he missed some putts he sure. I think he should have made, but he putted good enough. And, you know, it just goes to show you how good of a player he is. I actually, I actually wrote some stats down this week. Oh, guy, believe what? it or not. What? Believe it or not. But I no, this this goes to show you how good of a player he's been this year. Let's hear it. First in strokes gained off the tee. Yep. First in strokes gained tee to green. Yep. First in strokes gained total. Yep. And he's fifty seventh in stroke gained putting. So it goes to show you that all the guy has to do is putt mediocre. If he just has an average week putting, he's gonna be almost impossible to beat out there. But him and DJ, if they can putt, they're right there. I, they're I've said contend. this now and and will exhaust it and defend it and i know that some other podcasts ask this question um but when he is at his best he is the best golfer and i don't think anyone is close to him you don't think dustin's close i don't to him? think dustin's best is close to what roy's best is you really oh, come on no he's close no no wow i i think you could argue he might that. be a that better Justin- driver of the, of the golf ball but there's no one that has more shots and can scramble and hit the shots because Rory is much more aggressive. And when Rory is hitting the the shots that he needs to, I think there's no one that I would want that's to play for, t- for, for my take, life. Scotty. Hot take from Scotty. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say I compl- I think that they're both, it's so hard. You're comparing, it's a very thin line. I definitely highly disagree that it's not close because I think Dustin's a better wedge player overall since he fixed his wedge game a little bit i guess a few years ago sure uh he's a better way like rory pulls a lot of wedges he, he makes some uncharacteristic mistakes when he's not playing well so if dj's on and he's putting i think he's as good if not better than rory oh, there, I, i'd love i'd love to take that in a, what's in a would you want would you buy a dj rory the match a thousand percent okay you said you wouldn't buy anybody but tiger last year well i'm in now for <laughs> change my mind i love it well, there's a lot we could, I could I I'd buy Spieth and Reed. I'd buy oh yeah, 100% I'd buy it. I'd buy Spieth and Reed too. I well, a little fun news here on the podcast first. The match is going to be at the same location as it was last year. Same location. Now you Shout got more Greek. details. I got more details. Okay. Exclusive wagon with info. Exclusive. Exclusive. Do we know who it will be? No, we don't know who it is yet. Okay. They're still working on those details. So. Okay. But Shadow Creek is signed up for another year. Yep. Right. Same time period. Yeah, Friday. Friday after weekend. Thanksgiving. There we go. All right, here you go. Breaking news. All right, let's move on to the tournament. Wait, yeah. we have to just circle around and, like, come on. We have to talk about the elephant in the room here. Let's talk about the real reason why Rory actually won yesterday. Look okay. at the Irish, boys. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. But Hello. Well, to, to that That's end. That's true. That it, was a, come on. It was Saturday. Last year, last year, Saturday at Bay Hill was St. Patrick's Day, too, where he actually won. And on he a won. Yeah, so, he said that in the press conference. I'm yeah. telling you, it's the luck of the Irish. <laughs> Sure. Such an original take. There. I know it's so hot. <laughs> no, it's good for him. It's probably a little bit extra special for for their, for him and his his fellow countrymen. Did the Irish, did the Irish go all in on St. Patrick's Day? I'm, I uh, think so. It's not like not it, from what we've heard what we is do. that it's not as yeah it's not as like much of a drink fest as it is here. Well, it's that's more a, religious. That's just every day sure. in Ireland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> All right, it's. I think it's a little bit more so, religious. But so, anyways, yeah, yeah, I thought unbelievable tournament. I, I would ask you to find a better finishing three holes in golf than sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen, because anything can happen. And really, until Fleetwood 
doesn't make Brody on 17, you think this tournament still has a shot. I think it was 11 guys that were in contention and just an unbelievable tournament. It made it going back to March so much more fun because I think the golf golf course played differently and allowed guys to hit different shots than they would have because it would play soft. And I think that is a... If you look at the leaderboard, is all the guys that were you know playing the actual best. And to that discussion, a guy that was an unbelievable driver of the golf ball, long and straight, and just like Furyk, who yeah. hit it super short. So it tells you how good of a golf tournament it was if a guy like Jim Furyk and a guy like Rory McIlroy yeah. can compete down the stretch. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I mean, there were so many guys neck to neck. It was by the way, shout out to Fluff. Did you see Fluff? Guy's like ninety nine years old. He's Jim Furyk's caddy. Still used to be Tiger's caddy. I mean, and he's running around the course too. I mean, he wasn't like slacking around like he's an old guy. I mean, the guy was. I mean, he's obviously old, but he wasn't slacking off at all. Shout out to Fluff. I was very impressed. Uh, (laughs) But and also, so the course. There's a lot to get into here. Um, So March versus. uh, Overseeding, yeah. playing slower, as you said, you can hit different shots. I liked that. Um, the one thing I I like the overall feel in March yeah. better. It feels like, bigger. It right? feels bigger. I like the fact that it's set as a fan. It's setting me up for like this is major season. Yeah. Now March Madness I'm not, is here. I'm not. No, I'm not considering it the fifth major, but I'm just saying it set. This is the biggest golf tournament that's not a major, yeah. and that's the players, and it sets it up. And now for every month. Every single three weeks or a month, we get a major. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the way through July, and that makes me feel really warm inside. I'm pumped. <laughs> um, so that that was great. I'll say the two knocks, couple knocks. They should have left the rough a little bit longer. It should have been a little bit more penalizing to hit the ball in the rough. They they shortened the rough. Uh, I think like just a week the week before the tournament, and even when Frank Nablo from Golf Channel was doing his usual. Like, you know, it's a big golf tournament when Frank's like out there on the greens throwing balls around just to kind of show their viewers on uh, on Golf Central what different shots are going to be like or what the ball is going to do. And he he when they were when he was doing his segments, you could see the rough was like three and a half, four inches long in some spots. Maybe it doesn't need to be that long, but they mowed it down so that there were a lot of, you know, sprayed drives that got literally just not OK lies like fluffy juicy yeah. lies in the rough and i think that's not really what the tournament should be about i mean this is a tournament that's supposed to reward shot making so make it a little tougher in the rough i'm not saying narrow the fairways or anything like that nothing drastic make it a little tougher in the rough the other thing that like i don't think a lot of people have this take it's kind of an off thing but it how good is this golf course on the front nine kind of boring i think it's kind of like a boring front nine golf course you get to the back nine one of the best back nines on tour so exciting the finish is probably the best and you could say that about a lot of different things like because you're only you're obviously paying more attention on the back yeah. nine but i mean the front nine i just there's the, that first hole is kind of weird it's got like the it's, it's short it's hole. got the bunker on i mean it's it's i mean it's not a bad hole but when you get to 11 you get the par five that people make can make eagles at that's an exciting hole to watch you got risk reward there 12 is the short par, drivable par four right. that people are going at. Um, and it just gets interesting throughout the whole back nine. 15, okay. an- a- another great hole. 16, another par five that a lot of guys can make eagles. And then, of course, you go to 17, and you've got you got the island green, and then 18's iconic. So sure. I think I think unbelievable back nine, but the front nine's just kind of boring. 
I think it's more boring because we don't remember it or don't have great memories of down the stretch of what happened. I mean, there's certainly some unbelievably tough holes out there. Four played extremely hard. Um, one's a, a great shot where you have to put the ball in the fairway. Yeah. I mean, when we go to Bethpage, what's memorable and great about the front at Bethpage? I mean, I don't have any answer off the top right? of my head. Right? Like, but... I'm just saying, like, like so, like, the, like, but, like, if we said Riviera, right? One iconic, right? Yeah. Two unbelievably hard. Four. Yeah, that's 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 three. that would be a better comparison. For um, me. Yeah, because I can. But but I think there's a very limited number of golf courses that they play, and the only reasons why we know is because they play those holes every single year. Tory is not a great front nine, other than the par three that looks over the water, yeah. which I don't know off the top of my head. But I think it's always going to be more emphasis on the back nine. Yeah. I guess I just think even even sometimes on the front nine, if you're like, okay, this is kind of a gauntlet, you got to get through four, five, and six, then you get some opportunities. Like I just, it, it the front nine doesn't really have an identity to me. I don't know why, okay. but I'm just saying. So uh-huh. you talk about gauntlet. Can we talk about real quickly John Rahm in oh. this situation yeah, from let's this get past John. weekend? <laughs> sure. Rambo. I mean, Scotty set us up because yeah. it's crazy how you know we on social media they put up. A conversation amongst John Rahm and his caddy, and then they take it down. Yeah, so I send this video to Steve right. of, of what happened to John Rahm, uh, and he goes to look at it today, and it's been taken down. He's like, yep. Scott, what the hell did you send me? <laughs> um, but we looked at the video together before the podcast. But so yep. for our listeners that didn't watch, John Rahm is leading the golf tournament on number 11 at 14 under. Mm-hmm. It's a par five. Over, it's got, So he hits it into the left bunker. There is a tree that blocks his shot out basically to the green and so what him his caddy was saying is lay up out to the right i'm going to get you on a flat lie you're going to hit your third on you'll have a putt at at four if it doesn't go in we'll make five we got the whole nest of the back nine to play we're playing great john rom says no i don't like it because i have a bad lie (laughs) and he says i don't don't really like it over on the right it's an awkward distance i don't love that shot so what john rom decided to do was basically try to hit an eight iron, 220 yards, Impossible. that would hook 35 yards minimum over another bunker and, and miss a lake. the tree. And miss the tree. So he pulls it dread left into the water and makes bogey there and yelled at his caddy that he put negative thoughts in his head. <laughs> what a, what a, sorry. It, it was just outrageous, outrageous decision when leading a golf tournament. You have to know that there is more holes available and par is not a bad score there um two points on this brandel chambly came out and said it, it was the most basically idiotic choices anyone's ever made playing the players championship i, I literally wrote that down and like then, one of the worst decisions i've ever seen and then watching. and then david duvall was talking about it last evening and said that if his caddy was ever that vehemently opposed to him doing something yeah. He would be very uncomfortable doing it because right. he knew like going like, against it. What am I like, trying to you do? Take here? a step I mean, back and ca- say, "What's caddy, going on?" And for the listeners who might not have uh, heard or watched the video, his caddy was saying, "Bro, yeah, like, he hit him with the bro, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's a big deal." <laughs> yeah, like, if you hit him with a bro, that's like your friend saying, "Like, bro, you're about to do something fucking crazy." Right. Like, like bro, don't do it. I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> bro, don't text her again. Don't do that, <laughs> bro. Stop texting her, <laughs> bro. I mean, John Rahm, not a good John idea. Rahm is young he'll 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 mature and move on from this but like there's no denying that maybe he didn't cost himself the players championship but he cost himself probably a minimum of eight hundred thousand dollars i mean he went from yeah. leading the tournament to tying for 12th yes yeah, sir yeah that's where you so, hit him with the bro bro this bro, you cost yourself like seven, cost the a lot of money 
Like, let's think about this. I mean, so if you look at the video and you just look at the shot, the camera angle is pretty good because it's not directly behind him, but it's it's pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty close to directly behind him. The shot's not there. Like, yeah. you, you don't have – this tree is coming out. It's a 30 or 40-yard hook that he has to hit 220 yards. And mind you, there's a left-to-right wind. So you have – the wind is going against you. So – you got to account for that. So really you're asking yourself to hit like a 60, 70 yard hook, 220 yards with an eight iron. I mean, the shot over a bunker over, out of the out bunker, of a bunker, over, over a bunker, a bunker and over water and with apparently a bad lie. <laughs> I mean, like you, you can't hit the shot is not there. Like it's not there. So the only thing I can think of is he has such a mental block that he just couldn't, that, like- he just couldn't get over not hitting the shot. And, and I think what happens is, and, and sometimes credit the golf course on this is that it what it tells you players have certain thoughts in mind mm-hmm. of the holes they need to capitalize on and what they think they need to make there and what they need to do and he got so caught up thinking he needed to get in position to make three or four at the very worst and he wasn't going to accept anything less than that when given this his particular situation especially the fact that you're tied for the lead and you've got so much golf left I mean, it made zero sense to do that. It made, if there was less than zero, it was it was negative. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had no chance. But as Scotty points out, I mean, he's young. He's 24 years old. He's going to learn from this and move on. And yeah, it's very clear that his ego got in the way. And hopefully he'll bounce back and know that the next time, as Caddy says, bruh, like, mm. come on. He'll listen. <laughs> the the only thing I would say in response to Steve is is I get that that he might have a mental block, but that's why he pays the guy yeah. to right. carry that's his bag and give him exactly. that advice. And if he's not gonna listen when he doesn't have the mental block, then the caddy is effectively not able to do his job, right? And What's therefore not like able to actually help him succeed at winning yeah. or playing the best score possible. And that's where John Rahm has to mature. Well, this might make the relationship stronger. So apparently our boy Michael Collins tweeted out and and said that the relationship's all good after that. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if he just grabbed his club in his backswing? Like, no, bro, you're not taking the shot. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, no, no, you do it. I mean, we talked about, we talked a little bit about Furyk and on his, like, comeback. For Fear Dog. Yeah, I mean... This puts potentially him into contention for qualifying. A lot on the line for him. It's yeah. good to see someone. It's great, great to see the guy who basically just took the brunt of the Ryder Cup, which has kind of been his identity over the past you know year or so. Uh, but it's good to see him playing good golf. I mean, he played. He had a top ten at Honda. Played mm-hmm. here. I mean, he. I mean, if he ended up winning, that's a lot. There's a lot of exemption. There's a is it it's not still a 10-year uh, exemption if you win the players is it i i don't know if i don't think it head. is but there is a lot there's an exemption for an extended period of time and a lot of benefits to come from winning that so he was really close to that but good to see him playing good golf that was fun to watch different different to have him in the mix down the stretch yep. well this got him into the masters right I, I don't, again, know, that I, I don't sure. know off the top of my head. Um, oh, okay. But but anyways, just to wrap up here on the players, or I thought almost it was, got. I thought it was the best players it. I've ever watched. Uh, I disagree, but don't tell you, me. You thought don't, this was the best, plus players turn, players championship tournament I've ever watched. I, I disagree, hmm. and I'm not. Okay, what was better? Not, this is not a homer pick, but the Ricky one, the Ricky finish was one of the best finishes to a golf. Yeah, tournament but okay, I've but who did he beat in the playoff? Kevin Kisner. Okay. 
who cares about Kevin Kisner? Well, Sergio was in the mix down the stretch. He missed the putt on 18. Okay, but um, do we, I tell you that we remember Sergio Garcia beating Paul Guidos more when they went to 17 and Sergio hit it tight and then Guidos hit it into the water much more than we remember Ricky. You don't remember Ricky hitting, stuffing, birdieing. I, I, I remember birdieing. it clearly, but by the way, not as many people had a chance to win that play, uh, play. Even with Ricky doing what he did on Sunday, I think Furyk coming down the stretch. There was another guy who was also Fleetwood playing was. amazing. Furyk being in there. No, in terms in terms of the names being involved in the tournament, I guess it depends what you prioritize more. If you just want all the big names coming in, that. Like as far as like Dustin the had amount, a yeah, Dustin had a chance. Ron had a chance. Fleetwood had a chance. Um, so if you want all the names coming in, like in terms well, of the number we... of big names coming in down the stretch, but then they all fizzled out. So like eighteen wasn't even fun. Like Ricky had to birdie eighteen. He had to birdie seventeen. Had to birdie eighteen. Then they went. What do you mean? They went to extra what do you mean? Holes. Fleetwood is behind Rory at this point. Yeah. If if Rory doesn't hit that drive on eighteen. And leaves it far way right, which a lot of guys were doing, or anywhere close. And Fleetwood has two birdies to come home. We're in a better playoff. Yeah, but he had to birdie the last two holes, and he didn't do it. He hit it in the water. I, that's so, pretty exciting to me when somebody goes splashy, not, splashy on 17. That's exciting, <laughs> but but it was over then. So 18 wasn't dramatic at all. What I'm saying is at the end of the 2015 players, you got everything from Ricky on 15 all the way through 18 his finish there he birdied like five out of the last yeah, six holes. it was what Sergio Garcia and Kisner Kisner Sergio there was another guy I forget who was in there but I, I don't right. it was I don't know I, I not this a big is name the best one I've but, ever watched okay that's it I mean in I terms mean, of in terms of the field I coming down the stretch KJ Choi I was just gonna say that from tw- <laughs> what is that 2011 um, I don't KJ know. I, look, I, I think my thought is in terms Choi. of the field coming down the stretch, yeah. I would somewhat agree with you. It was the best field we've had coming down the stretch that was exciting. All, it was exciting all day. A lot of players in the mix on the whole back nine. So I'll give you that. Like back nine, start to finish, the amount of big names in the mix was great. But in terms of the actual finish, if I was going to watch the actual finish of the golf tournament, like Ricky having to make a 20 footer on 18 um, just to post the number, then get into the playoff, then uh, part 18, birdied 17 twice to win it in extra holes. If like his name that, wasn't that was Ricky better, Fowler, would I, you still feel the same way? If his name was Dustin Johnson or Tommy Fleetwood, I would. If his name was if his name was if his name was Brandon Grace, no. But if go. his name was if but if his name was any top player, then I would. I mean, we've talked a lot about this, and I think we've gone around the the dock on talking about the players. But one player that we did not talk about, Tiger. Yeah, yeah, we got some of Tiger's week. Big cat. Um, uh, I thought <laughs> very very average Thursday. Um, solid. Goes nah, into didn't, didn't play himself out of what was he? Didn't play himself under? out of it. Has a Friday morning. You're getting all the feels that we're into something. I think at one point. He birdies 16 because he starts on the back and is two away from the lead. And then on 17, it all goes away (laughs) and makes seven. Is that Friday or Saturday? basically never recovers. Friday. That was Friday. Yeah. 17th or Saturday is the day he had the fun with uh, Kevin Na. Yeah. Yeah. With the the, the, the ball on the hole. But it was a quadruple bogey. Right. Yes. Yeah, on, on seventeen. So I mean, this is. It, it, I thought a little bit about Tiger's round. It goes to show you, like, kind of how thin the line is between on tour between 
finishing somewhere in the middle or the back of the pack and, and being in the mix, right? So Tiger basically played okay Thursday. He played good Friday. He was five under when Some he got st- to unbelievable. He was he was five under when he got to seventeen. And then he makes a quadruple bogey. Yeah. So and he basically gives everything back. He gives everything back. And then he still worked his way in. He finished like three. He was still three under for the tournament after Friday. Sure. Played okay on Saturday. So he ended up at the end of the at the end of the tournament. He ended up. I mean, again, he had some. He lipped out a few putts. He had some some woes or some short putts. But at the end of the day, I think he finished. What did he finish? Six under. I think he finished. I think he finished six under. Which okay. which goes to show you. Now let's just add that up. So he lipped out. I think he said he lipped out a handful of times. If he just makes a couple of those lip outs, now that's eight under. And if he doesn't have the quad, if that one shot on 17 hits the green, right, the first shot, yeah, that he basically pars, let's just say he pars that yeah. hole because he probably does. So he makes up four strokes there. So that's like, so he's at 12 under. I mean, he would have been right in the mix if had he not hit that ball in the water yeah. on Friday. Which would have made this golf tournament even better. <laughs> even better. Then maybe I'd agree with All right. But yeah, just goes to show you that, that I mean, that's the golf course too. It it, it you know, it's gonna test every shot. Pete Dye, it's but Pete Dye does, right? He he makes you uncomfortable with every shot. Yeah. Um horrible decision by Tiger, I thought, to go to the drop area and hit that awkward little eighty yard shot and which Well, I don't know if he knew he could have dropped up by the 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 walkway well, there. He should have known. Where's Joey Lacava there, man? Well, where's the marshal? Yeah. Can blame everybody, but you, you got to know. No player's responsibility. Totally. Um. Yeah, I would have just. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure out where you can drop and then do it. But he, either way, I mean, just just a bad, bad hole there. Because if he him. drops, he makes five at worst. Yeah, and just made the whole weekend a little bit uh, less exciting. Not not having him in there. Um. But other than that, you know, he's got stuff to build on again. Still, still yeah, building. He committed to the the Dell. Uh, yeah, he committed play, to so we'll see him which there. is interesting. Uh, has he played that event at all? Yeah, uh, but uh, hasn't played I think since 2013. I think so. Yeah. So not in a while. Not in a while. Uh, thoughts on before we get off players. Thoughts yeah. on the uh, you got some quick thoughts on the new trophy. Kind of cool. I think it's neat. Cool. Um, it, it you know not a fan. No, I think it looks like I won a little league tournament. Um, it's it's gold. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And, and Rory put it at his knees. And Rory made. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. funny. And Rory, yeah, made it. So it was neat because you matched his shoes and. Yeah, I, I like it. Again, it, it. We can't make it the fifth major, but this does feel like the biggest tournament that's not a major. Yeah, from payday to field. So as many cool things as the players wants to do with its own theme music, its new trophy, I'm yeah. all for. I mean, so. I, I, the theme music, I'm indifferent on. Some people had some different takes on that. Some people Who loved cares? it. Some people hated it. I don't care. Uh, I love the old trophy. I thought the crystal thing, I, th- I thought the old trophy was sick. I don't really lo- love the new trophy. But as far as like the players in general, I mean, I, j- I think just let the players, the tournament, be the players. It, like, is. it is what it is. Yeah. Like it's, it's a huge golf tournament. It's got a, a ton of cash prizes, a ton of benefits. It's got the best field, uh, arguably, of any tournament because you could argue like there's some mass past masters and past open champions and all the amateurs that get into the u.s um open so like you could literally argue over even the majors that that's the best field yeah. in all of golf totally so you don't need i still feel like whether it's the tour or whether it's nbc or whether it's 
I feel like there's this, they kind of manufacture this identity crisis with it sometimes. Yes. And it doesn't really, it doesn't have to be, it's not a fifth major. Because you feel like it's too much energy towards yeah, making it. Yeah, it's like, this is it. this and this is that. Stop trying to, call, it is what it is. Just let it breathe. Like, let it be the players. And that's what, and that's a great golf tournament. It's a tournament we all want to watch. So, anyways, take a note, everybody. I'll get off my soapbox now. Um, <laughs> we had a, we had uh, a couple random thoughts. Um, uh, I so slow play. No remember play. this? You remember this? Lahiri on on Thursday, Thursday, first day of the golf tournament. Yeah, decides, and this is probably as much on the player as it is on the tour. But like, I, it's going slow. I, there's multiple weights we're hearing like on the par threes and the par fives because everyone's trying to go for them. So it's a slow day out there and somehow like somehow play i get like this ribbon on the pga tour live app that's saying like play suspended due to darkness and i'm like what the heck is like how is this play suspended due to darkness it and i so i try to read on it and lahiri had a three and a half foot putt on 18 that he refused to hit because it was dark out did you hear this i did <laughs> Yo, you looked like you looked like you're surprised for a second yeah so i'm like first of all Put it out, dude. Like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Put it out. But second of all, like, the fact that they're even to that point where it's, like, borderline too dark to see the the putt. Like, again, you don't want to lose your money on, like, missing a putt because you can't see. So I sort of get it. Right. Without having been there to see how dark it was. Right. It's still kind of embarrassing for that to happen. Um, On a Thursday? Come on. Okay. But again, again, he's playing for his livelihood. He gets the advantage of coming back and playing with a freshly grown and cut lawn or green that would be Rolled. fresh for his putt, right? Because I'm sure late in the day it's being trampled and stepped on. It's not going to roll as good as it would roll if he has the first putt in the first morning. Um, but, I mean, so, so I will defend talking, that decision. We're talking decision. three and a half feet. Come on. Knock it in. Okay. You, you, you got to bring the rest of the group back so, to sign the scorecards so if, in the so, so, if, so if someone said, Steve, you have to give me that Excel report, you can either give it to me at 9 o'clock in the morning or you can give it to me at 9 o'clock tonight. Okay. Which one I, would you rather do? Would you rather go home and review it and send it in at 9 o'clock in the morning or would you rather send it at 9 o'clock at night? So if I had one, if I had one word to type... I would but type it's not the one word. word. It's a full report, right? It's a full day. <laughs> I, I don't think the three and a half foot putt equates to a full report, though. <laughs> that's my, that's my point. I think. Well, if I you're mean, asking me, I'd I'd have it done at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> well, I would rather do it. I'd rather send it at nine o'clock in the morning right. when I wake up, have coffee, uh-huh. and, and <laughs> nice be cup able of coffee. See, right? It's like a fresh green. <laughs> Read the like paper. I get, to, like, get my mind right. Yeah. Read the paper know, in the morning. There is a, that, there is a thought. To Go that. to the restroom. Take take your morning dump. And mm, okay. All right. <laughs> There's have a thought some pinch to that magic. Yeah. Have some pinch. Oh God. Speaking of, I mean, if you do take the pinch, this wonderful fiber supplement, you will be guaranteed almost a regular bowel movement almost every day. If, of course, you take it. Yeah, we got to get to our day. friends at Pinch. You got to take it every day. I throw it in my protein shakes. It's an all-natural lemon ginger flavored supplement. It's going to uh, quote make you poop like a god. So this this stuff is literally magic. That's why it's called Pinch Magic Fiber. And all you have to do is go to pinchmagic.com to order yours and get it shipped right to your house. It's lovely. They have personalized notes on the front of the box. So yep. you feel like you, you gotta know, get it out. You gotta you're, go to pinchmagic.com <laughs> uh, and use the code shortput. That's pinchmagic.com. Use the code shortput 
and you're good to go. And that's S H O R T. In a lot of ways, pun intended. S H O R T P U T T, short putt. That's good. Just so you know, my friends. All right. Let's go. But you, you, oh, can we talk about one other thing? What? We didn't talk about the Kevin Na like Tiger Walk. We didn't. I mean, like, we brought it up, but you guys totally, like. No, we brushed you, by you it. You brushed by it. So way to be present in this conversation. First of all, I, have you ever seen Tiger Woods laugh on a golf course? That it was the most fun I've ever seen him have with another competitor. It was a gen. It was genuinely like and a, like a not a and not a like super friendly match. I mean, anything that's in competition, that's the most fun I've seen him have. Yeah, yeah. it was cute. I liked watching that. Oh, it was cute. Yeah, it made me laugh. I, I had made to watch me laugh it like three it, times. Yeah. It looked like he was watching, like forgetting Sarah Marshall, and was just like laughing on his couch. Right. right exactly. like he just thought, he forgot where he was and who he was. For yeah, a moment. and what was he doing? <laughs> he was just drinking <laughs> beers like, with the boys. I'm just gonna try to get into this cup as fast as Kevin Na did. I mean, I, for a second, I thought Kevin Na was gonna pick up the ball before it rolled in the hole. It was a very funny exchange. If you haven't seen it, or you didn't catch the golf tournament, guys. Just look Google it up. It. Just Google it. Look yeah. it up. He he goes back. Kevin now walks his putt in so quick. Kevin's uh, uh, Emily. Kevin's dropping. Uh, <laughs> Kevin. Oh my God, Steve. Where are you I right now? I can't talk all of a sudden. Steve's Scotty's Emily's dropping. Dro- Emily's dropping uh, cups no, it's everywhere. Not me. It was Scotty. Chaos in the kitchen. But yeah, Kevin now. Funny room. dude. <laughs> Kevin now seems like a funny guy too. I, I'd play. I'd play. Uh, seems like maybe. a good guy. Yeah, I mean, if you can make Tiger laugh like that, I mean, you got to be. You got to be kind of funny. There's got to be something to that. Shout out to his caddy, uh, Kenny Harms, one of the best guys out there on tour. Kenny. Well, there you go. That's what we got uh, for this week, guys. Um, oh, well, you know what? Wait, are you, are you wrapping this? Because I really wanted to get to like Brooks Kupka and all the weight that he's lost in the last few months. He's picking some a lot of pitch magic. <laughs> he's been, I was just going to say. <laughs> Alert. I'd tee it up with. Maybe he's taking some pinch magic. Yeah, Brooks, read the directions on the back of this thing. So, yes, it was reported that Brooks has had a new diet and has lost like 20 pounds in the last. He went from 212 pounds to 190. So what's the what's uh, what's the scoop? What's the conspiracy? We think he's taking diuretics. Like what's what's he doing? No, he's saying he's just he's working out a lot. The intensity the intensity is double. So so he's working out twice a day. He's running. He's exercising obviously, and he's playing golf. But clearly, that's a that's affecting his play. I mean, guys. Ooh, drum roll. I have some stats here. Oh, <laughs> hey. Um. Like the weight loss has actually affected his distance. He's about 10 to 12 yards shorter off the tee, and he's dropped from ninth in strokes game. So off the tee uh, to 46th in the category. So for all of our listeners, do not lose weight. Skip the bacon. I know. If you want to hit the bar farther, get some eggs and bacon. But I find it so interesting. Like, I get it. And I'm try- I'm reverting back to my my athletic days when I was a collegiate athlete. Um, is that when you do go through the the process of losing weight? Yeah, your muscles are deteriorating. You are tired and so forth. But in turn, what is it? It's been four months and he's lost all that weight. So that's 16 weeks. By like 17, he rests. 17, 18, 19. He's in the resting period, and then he either "quote unquote" gains back the weight. He's gonna be pretty darn strong. And you're, going, you're going way too deep into this. I, I agree. Know, I like, think I have no doubts that Brooks will be ready for the major. He'll be ready for the majors. I don't know why he's lost that. It's probably just you know a special diet he wanted to go on. Who knows? Yeah, that's not working though. It's just weird that <laughs> like he he mentions like I just want to be able to eat again. Like, we haven't. What's talked- the reason behind? I. 
I don't know. Right. I don't he hasn't come out with the reason. Maybe he has high blood pressure. We'll stay I don't on know. this. Get the waggle and whiff investigators on it. I'm on it. Um we haven't talked about one other thing though. What's that? Scotty's a little heartbroken. Oh. Oh, no. oh I'm sorry. Let me guess. Yeah. It's Michelle Lee, isn't yeah. it? I mean I thought I thought it might work one day. Oh, I'm sorry, Scotty. It's not. It's actually the owner in which it, the place that we bought this place from, his, the owner's dad's son. Jerry West. Jerry West's son. Yeah. Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. No, Michael. No, well, Johnny. No, no, no. Don't. Yes. Yes. It's Johnny who's engaged to we. Oh, but, but we didn't our, buy the place from. We You're bought, confusing our listeners. Oh, sorry, people. But anyway, so shout I know you're a huge fan as you have I consistently brought up on this podcast. Yeah. But uh shout out to our girl. Shout out to Michelle. Um, Congratulations. Congratulations. The last thing the only reason why this I think is golf specific is because this came pretty much out of nowhere and it came on the heels of her announcing that she was hurt again. Yeah. So um I'm just curious to see what the rest of her year looks like and how this so called injury progresses that was so cool i think she's like oh, it just, it just seems off. like it just seems like scotty's just you're take you're a pre honeymoon i've been hurt you've been i've been really hurt for hurt. six months <laughs> i come back i'm hurt in my first event and then i'm married that doesn't sound suspicious no no, no honey it goes from it goes engaged then marriage she's not married okay yet. but she's engaged like, like <laughs> which came out of nowhere well yeah no it did come out of nowhere i yeah maybe it has something to do with it i See? don't know steve's on but board. Good, good for wait the injury you're saying that the injury came out of nowhere it seems like the new injury that she spent six months rehabbing from yeah came back and then the next thing we hear from her in under a week's time is that she's engaged i'm just sensing some jealousy well, we there's definitely, there's this, definitely some jealousy there 100%. scotty's all into michelle but yeah. you know you never the know. Still video, time. The twerk yet. video when she wins the U.S. Open at oh her twerk gosh, video. Gosh, are we still for all of our on listeners, that? go great, watch and tell me you're not in love with Michelle Wee. She's great. Great sense of humor. Well, we're very great happy follow for you. on on social media. Michelle. We're very happy for her. Scotty's heartbroken, but we're very happy yeah. for her. And I think she'll be back. Though. I think she'll be fine for the when major season comes around on the ladies' tour. Good politically and, and, correct answer, Steve. And let us <laughs> not finish this podcast without saying if you haven't listened to our podcast that was a week ago or the previous podcast if you're looking on spotify or even apple itunes go check it out because the interview that we had last week um with kelly james kelly james i don't know why i just i was gonna call him james kelly for a second you would it's think. two first names that can be confused i'll give you a pass on that one thank you i just you know no it's pregnancy brain let's just say that okay Another okay. another pass. Perfect. So for Kelly James, um, it was a great interview. I mean, he 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 walked us through his profession, his time out on on tour and performing. He gave us some insight and some fun stories. One with Ricky Fowler. One with Charlie Hoffman. He's a great. I mean, he's around the tour a lot. He plays a lot of private events, um, but he talks about life and music, life and golf, his own golf game. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a it's a great listen. It's our favorite interview. I think we've done. No offense to any of our past interviewers, but it was great. Um, so make sure you go back and listen to that one with uh, with Kelly James. One last thing. This is the last thing because I, I want some feedback from you guys on this, our listeners. So this week I posted on IG because they just kept saying, <laughs> kept talking about the overseeding at this course, and I thought it'd be really funny. I'm like, damn it, you know what? If I had to take a drink every time someone said overseed while I was watching the players, 
I'd be hammered in like <laughs> six holes. Um, so I thought it was really fun. So I think we should try to come up with a uh, a drinking game word of the week for each broadcast. Like for we Anis Brook this. This, this week coming well, up? Well, let's come up with it this week and we'll see. We'll, How we'll get some feedback and then and All then right. maybe we'll even let the listeners vote on what, what it should be in, in coming golf Perfect. tournament weeks. I, I like it. But the, okay. Let's well, get some engagement going. All right. Well, guys, hit us so, up. So this week we've got Copperhead, which is famously known for the snake pit. But I feel like the snake pit's too easy. So there's a certain stretch of holes right. on the, the snake the back. pit, that, which it'll be interesting to see how they refer to those. So what are what do they call them? Like? So you got the you have the last three. You have hole 16, 17, 18. So 16's called the moccasin. Yep. Got it. And 17 is the rattler. Rattler. Ooh. A rattler. Those are, those and are dangerous, hole too. hole 18 is the copperhead. So the last three holes at this course. Yeah, venomous snakes on the last three holes. Are, are, are known for arguably one of like the the three hardest holes on the age on the PGA Tour. It's just it's just like the players. The tough finishing stretch. Really tough yeah. finish. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting. Like so are you saying that we're going to – we need a drink? I mean, I guess I'll have some Sprite. So anytime – no, I guess the game would be anytime the – announcers or television coverage brings up the words moccasin rattler or copperhead copperhead then ooh, copperhead's gonna be tough they're gonna say copperhead they're gonna say ta- copperhead all the time that's it's the, the copperhead point of this game course <laughs> so, yeah. at Innisbrook. sorry guys that's that's our thing <laughs> so anytime a, a snake name is brought up you you you, uh, you take a drink i Water like more. it and if you do and you are wanting to post on on uh instagram yeah, or any social media videos. tag us Tag us, send some videos. Send some and videos. we will repost you for sure. Gonna be all over that we water might moccasin. Even if it's a really good one, we might even give some special stuff away to someone that we oh, really yeah, talking we about. Some, swag, baby. No, hey? Little something. We got stickers like coming. It. We've got koozies coming. We're working on those. And so. hats. All right, Wait, guys. Real quickly. No, I man. Just... We've tried to wrap this up like <laughs> nine times now. Nine like, times. Okay, I understand like Copperhead Course, but are there like. Snakes, a lot of snakes on this course. Of course, it's yeah. Florida. There's Florida. All, all those snakes. I know, but that's you've got crazy. Wa- water moccasins are in the water. It's like, yeah, I've it's seen Tampa those. Bay, you know, yeah. there's a lot of snakes. Rattlers are rattlers. You Everyone knows. Know. Rattlers. I don't know. Midwest girl, you don't know. Copperheads know. are on the no copperheads <laughs> are on the east coast. They're, they're, and so are water moccasins. But I, I've seen a copperhead like in where I grew up in Connecticut. Very scary. Oh, okay, Very so we're scary. done talking snakes. We'll drink to snakes. Drink this to snakes. Drinks to snakes. Perfect. Make sure to tag us Waggle and Whiff on uh, Instagram. Yep. Well, it's Waggle and Whiff Pod on Instagram right. and Waggle the letter N Whiff on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Get at us. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.